0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison.
2: Hello and welcome to The Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison, where we are continuing to strive to towards the road to complete fitness, which is, I believe goes only through Christ. And we're going to continue... Fighting and helping people uh, to battle the, the addiction or the uh, evil that is debt through a dollar a day and people giving it without selfish ambition to help someone else. And one day, we will be looking back at this and, and look at the beginnings where there were seven, then there was 10, then there were 17, and today there's 30 that are given with no selfish ambition. But today's show, um, we're going on a journey. The title of the show is We Were Made to Thrive. Our starting point in the show is going to be a song by Casting Crowns, also named Thrive. And we're going to discuss my most recent blog that I'd written, and is also the title of the show, and the, the blog is the same title. In the second segment, what we're going to do is we're going to discuss what it truly means to love. What it truly means to love, and that's to love you with the truth. And finally, we're going to end with Seeking Revelation, which is what we, we will discuss how we learn from Christ what it means to thrive and what he says it means to thrive. So we're going to compare the beginning of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about what the world says it means to thrive. And we're going to talk about my experience and and with clients and in the financial planning industry. And then we're going to finish with the definition that, that Christ has. And I want it will also close the show with the same song we're going to begin it with, which is Thrive by Casting Crowns. So in the midst of this, I hope that you find what the world says it is to thrive, what it means to truly love, and then what Christ says it means to thrive and see if your your opinion has changed. And hopefully this will motivate you to get involved with us in, in helping others out of debt. But most importantly, because the number one mission of The Road to Complete Fitness is to introduce people to Christ and trust God to change their hearts, to follow him for eternal life, And then at that point in time, it will change our actions and how we react to the world. And we will no longer be dependent on politics. We'll no longer be depending on on politicians and companies and all these different things to thrive. We'll be dependent on God and the people he has called to help us to thrive. So, Justin, if you would, let's start the show off with the song Thrive by Casting Crowns.
3: And weary land where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So, living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you. into the world we're reaching out to show them who you are so live
2: Unsinkable, love unstoppable, anything is possible. We are made for so much more than ordinary lives. It's time for us to more than just survive. We were made to thrive. Now, do I believe that? And I'm going to actually now go into the writing that I put, uh, the latest blog that I have at MickeyEllison.com, titled The Same Thing, We Were Made to Thrive. And in that, I'm just going to read it. And, And as we go, We're going to get to halfway through the writing, and then we're going to go to the second segment and talk about what it means to to truly love. But we're going to end with Christ's definition of what it means to thrive and what he says. And, you know, there are some of the people that are out there listening to the show. If you aren't a Christian, this doesn't make any sense to you. But I hope somewhere along the line it does start to make sense. But let's get into the writing. This week's show is titled, We Were Made to Thrive. And I believe God's intention is for all of us as his children to thrive. But what does that truly mean? For the past 16 years, I've worked in the financial planning industry. And in this industry, we're surrounded by what this world believes it means to thrive. Almost every day, I meet with people that are worried about saving enough to retire. Saving enough for their children or grandchildren to go to college. And when they finally do retire their worry changes to having enough to last the rest of their lives. People work their entire life to reach that magic number. If you've seen the Voyo or the ING commercial on television is, what's your number? But people work their entire life seeking to reach that magic number that allows them to retire. Is it half a million dollars? Is it a million dollars? Is it $5 million? Is it $10 million? They seek security in a place where it can never be found. Can I keep up with inflation? How much should I allocate? What should I put into stocks? How much should I put into bonds? Is Social Security going to be around when I retire and be there for the rest of my life? And then I went on to write, can you not see this is an exercise in futility? Will my, inv- will my investments keep up with inflation? Well, can you tell me what inflation is going to be? No. How much should I allocate to stocks? Hmm. That's a good question, isn't it? Because you know, if you were answering that question at the end of 2008, what would your answer be? Zero? That's probably what your answer would have been. But the thing is, in 2009, your answer would have changed to probably been 100% knowing what you know now. What will it be in 2015? How much should you allocate to bonds? What will interest rates be um, in 2016? You see, we focus so much on this, yet the results are completely out of our control. When if we would focus on what God calls us to focus on, in Matthew six, nineteen through twenty one, it says, Do not lay up yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up your yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, There your heart will be also. And then it goes on also in James 4, 14 through 15. Yet, do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? You're just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, and I love this one because now I understand what my grandfather was saying every night when I would leave his house. And I'd say, see you tomorrow. Because... Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live, and also do this or that. Every time I left his house, I said, Pop, we'll see you tomorrow. And he said, Lord willing. Christ said in the Sermon on the Mount that we should not worry. Matthew 6:31 through 34. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? What shall we, what shall we wear? Fact, after all these things the Gentiles seek, and these were the people that had never heard the word of Christ, all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own, about itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Are my treasures in my bank account? Are your treasures in your bank account? Is it in your 401k? Are you sitting there going, man, I don't have enough to retire. I don't, I'm don't. i not even close. I'm 45 years old and I, don't, I only have a few thousand dollars. What about Social Security? If, is my treasurer in Social Security? For God's sakes, the country is $18 trillion in debt, not counting what they owe you and me. As far as we go into Social Security later on, stocks? For heaven's sakes, guys, I've worked in this industry. We created a strategy that I think will work pretty well, but for the most part, it's not investing, it's gambling. Do you even know what you're buying? Bonds, for goodness sakes, the safest investment on the planet is debt. That's what you're buying. That's what we're fighting in the road to complete fitness. And we're going to talk in the last segment a little bit about revelation because one of the things I prayed for, In 2009, when we were going through the struggles of the the financial planning industry, and I was watching my clients lose half of us, I prayed for truth. I prayed for revelation. And when I prayed for those things, I never even dreamt what I was about to learn. And sometimes you have to be careful. Not be careful. You just better be ready because what is revealed to you may not be what you were looking for. It may be something that when you see it, you go, you got to be kidding me. That's what we're doing. That's what we're putting our faith in, and, and 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 we're listening to people who say that that it always comes back. All these come back things come back, but does that mean that's what it's going to be? Does is this show supposed to be about despair and all that? No, it is about we were made to thrive. We were made to thrive, and in the third segment, we're going to talk about how Christ told us that we should thrive. But I'll keep on. If you're I'm gonna start over right here on this one. Are, are my treasures in my bank account? 401k, social security, stocks, bonds. If my mind dwells on these things with worry, then yes, that is where my heart is, and that is where my treasures lie. Other place others will place their thoughts on nice cars, being popular. And, and just watch people post posting on Facebook because you can tell they're just looking for some attention. They're looking for some attention. They want people to say, notice them, to notice them. But others place their thoughts on nice cars, being popular, the right neighborhood, a nice house, their physique, etc. Now look, none of these things are evil or wrong unless our minds focus on them more than they focus on God. Scripture says to be content in all situations. In Philippians 4, 13-14, Paul writes, not that I speak in regard to need for I have learned what I in whatever state I am in to be content I know what it I know how I know how to be abased or in need that's what that means I know how to abound or to have plenty everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be be everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer I can do all things. Christ who strengthens me. So if I lose my health, can I be content in Christ? If the stock market drops 50%, can I be content in Christ? If I'm stricken with cancer, can I be content with Christ? That one's not in there. If I lose my job and have to move out of the nice house, can I be content in Christ? If we believe all the scripture that was written before, then Yes if we do not no and the answer to where our treasure lies answers itself so that doesn't mean things aren't going to be are going to be tough but what happens is if we learn to trust in something bigger than ourselves you know in the next segment we're going to talk a little bit about a conversation that i had for the last week that actually changed the song that we're going to play in the beginning of uh, of that segment because It was the first time in my life that I truly had to defend my faith. And I had defended my faith with someone that I love from the bottom of my heart, not my wife. But it was someone that I love from the bottom of my heart and has been on this show several times. And the more we wrote back and forth, the more I had to go, okay, why do I believe these things? And what does it mean? And, And how do I defend it? Because this guy knew what he was talking about according to his faith. But his faith is flawed. So when we get back from this break, we're going to talk a little bit about what it means. And actually, I think we could do an entire show on what we're going to do in the next segment. But we're going to talk about what it means to truly, truly love. And at the end of the show, we're going to learn what it really means to thrive. Hope you'll be with us. And hopefully you'll, you'll learn what it means to truly love when we get back from this break. See you then.
3: and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working For You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Lots of people
4: talk about publishing their work, but have no idea where to start. If you are one of these aspiring authors or know somebody who is, don't miss Publishing Today Radio with Athena Dean Holtz thought leaders business owners entrepreneurs and in general storytellers all want to get their messages in print and that includes branding and marketing athena and her guests are here to answer your publishing questions and more tune in every saturday at 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel
0: And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America
3: Variety. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: are tuned to the Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call one 866 472 5788 That's one 866 472 5788 Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show, and this edition is We Were Made to Thrive. And we talked a little bit about we played a song, Thrive by Casting Crowns that just man when you hear that song when he starts when when they start singing about joy unspeakable faith unsinkable love unstoppable anything is possible and i do believe that i do believe that millions will be will be their debt will be eradicated. I do believe that people are going to step forward. And, and, and the beauty of it, you know, one of the things we, we we talked about was it was making it easier for people to give in and, and the road to complete fitness and possibly going nonprofit. And actually through much prayer in the last week, we've decided not to do that because one of the things that happens in, in the way that we help people out of debt is we give. We actually physically have to write the check. You have to send it to the person that, that we're helping, and I think there's value in that. I think there's value in that because, look, some of you will say, well, I don't have time to write the check, and I just call BS on that. You know you do. I had someone that is a, is a beach body coach rather high up, and it's not Deidre Penrose or it's not Alicia Smith, and it's not one of those people that just basically get, blew me off about three or four months ago. It, yeah, it does hurt your feelings when they say, well, I don't have time to deal with this. You didn't take time to ask what this is. And if you don't do that, I watch while you're going through Paris and going through all these places. And you didn't have five minutes to give me to talk about how to help the people that are actually in your group that have written one of their goals is to get out of debt. My goal, my hope, my prayer is that instead of having 30 people doing it, we have 50 separate groups in 50 different states. We have someone in Louisiana, we have people in Pennsylvania, we have people in South Carolina, we have people here in Kansas, we have, we have people throughout the country, and, and we're, already, we're spread out a little bit. But I believe we can do it in 50 states, then I believe that we can break those states into in probably 50 groups within the states, and when we do that, we're going to change the world. But in preparing for this show… I had a certain direction that was going to go, and I actually sent Justin a couple of songs that we're not going to play because I ran across this song that, that we're going to play next. And it just so happens that it, that it comes from uh, Casting Crowns as well. And it's called Love You With The Truth. And the reason I'm going to play this, I, 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 let me start this off by reading something that was said by an avowed atheist. An avowed atheist who, it, he doesn't believe there is a God. Now look. I look at creation, and part of the conversation that I had with the with the person that over the last couple of weeks that I that I discussed in the in the first segment was, well, how do I know there is a God? Well, I can look out and I can see creation, and I can see things that that everything is is perfect. We're the perfect distance from the sun. We're the perfect distance from the moon. We're uh, we're the perfect distance to orbit just perfectly. and It keeps us alive. Now, you can say that happened by chance, or you can say there's a creator. To me, it takes more faith to think that it happened by chance than it happened with the Creator. So how do we get to the point where we where we believe that it is Jesus Christ? So anyway, what in, in this writing, this comes from Penjillette from from the comedian Pen Pen, what is their their song, their deal, Penn and Teller, I think is the two of them. And one of the things that he read wrote. Was Or said, and I, I watched it earlier, and maybe I'll post the video up there. It says, how much do you have to hate somebody to believe everlasting life is possible and not tell them about it? How difficult is that? So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask Justin to play the song Love You With The Truth. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... This, uh, Penn Teller, what he said, and plus it was just a writing that, that a friend of mine that I reconnected on Facebook with, Joe Morrow, a roommate of mine in college and, and a teammate of mine at Vanderbilt University when we were there. And the timing of his, his post was perfect for this show, so I'm going to read some of the things that he had he had written. So, Justin, if you would, play the song Love You With The Truth. <laughs>
3: I'm waiting on the preachers, singers and the teachers To string the perfect words together But every single time I have to say goodbye I wonder will this be the last time I can call myself your friend and walk away When we love, we earn the right to speak the truth When we speak true, we show the world we truly not point my finger i'm holding out my hair i'll lay it all on the line now to see god save my friend let my life and my words be the proof i'm gonna love you with the truth Just and we are separated in our darkness. For so God let him who you no know, sin to become sin to make us right with him. It's not about religion or earning God's forgiveness with magic prayers and new behavior It's all about your heart to meet you where you are. Turn from your sin and trust in Christ as Lord. And Jesus is the truth, the life, the way. When we love. We earn the right to speak the truth when we speak.
2: One of the lines that hit me harder than anything in that song was, will this be the last time? Will this be the last time that I see my friend? You know, Penn Teller actually, or Penn, Penn Jillette, I hope Penn and Teller gets confused, but Penn Gillette actually says in the deal, "If if I'm looking out in the street and I see my friend is about to get hit by a truck, he doesn't see it coming. He doesn't see it coming. Am I going to? Be worried about being socially uncomfortable to go save his life? Or am I going to dive across there because I see it coming and I can get him out of the way? If I believe that there's a heaven and a hell and that people who do not believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ are condemned to hell and I don't tell them about that, oh, my heavens, God have mercy on me for doing that. God is love. But God is also just. Our sin separates him from it. But now, if you're unaware of these things, how are we supposed to fix it? You know, some of you, again, you're going to look at this and say, you're judging. No, I'm not judging. But I, I do want to read a little bit of what um, uh, of what Joe Warrow, my, my friend from Vanderbilt, had written earlier today. And he he talks about what sins lead to death. And he starts with Galatians 5, 19 through 21. He says, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality. You know, Christians will have a tendency to point out the homosexual immorality, but they, they gloss over the heterosexual immorality. Impurity and debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred. Discord. Jealousy. Fits of rage. Selfish ambition. Dissensions. Factions. and Envy. Drunkenness. Orgies and the like. I warn you as I did before. That those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God, but what does the Bible say about someone who teaches Christians it's okay to go on sinning? For certain individuals, whose condemnation was written about long, long ago, have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If we, that was uh, Jude one four. God does expect us to change. In Hebrews 10, 26 through 29, he says, If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and a raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejects the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserved, How much? More severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the son of god underfoot who has treated who has treated as unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them and who has insulted the spirit of grace Hebrews 6:4 through through 6 goes Is it impossible for those it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened who have tasted the heavenly gift who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to disgrace. Now look, these things, we talk about loving you with the truth. Now, the world will say, you know, I you, you don't judge. Look, I'm not judging. If I don't point these things out to you, then I risk the fact that you might go to hell. Now, I can't make you believe this isn't some crazy religion where we're going to punish you for not believing as we believe because we, we, it doesn't matter if you say it. You know, that was part of the discussion that I had with my friend over the last couple of weeks because he had got caught up a little bit on how, how as a firm believer, I believe in what is known as sola scriptura. That means that scripture alone, scripture alone, is the Word of God. Anything added to it is not from God; it's from man. Anything taken away, and, and Scripture actually points to uh, that, that we can't do these things. If we do these things, we will be condemned. So, in talking with, with with my friend, you know, we talked about being able to earn our way. What what does faith mean? What does my faith mean? Well, my faith means I can't. Can I see God? No, I can't see God. I can see the works of God all around me. When we go to Colorado and see the mountains, if you go to California and you see the ocean or the Carolinas and see the ocean, if you see these things, you can see that he exists. But one of the things that, that he tried to point out to me was, was, you know, we have to do good works to be saved. And I said, no, that's not how it works. Now, if we are truly saved, then we will do the good works. And what I actually wrote to him is we cannot earn our salvation. But in James 2:14 through 19, which are scriptures that are part of the basis of what we believe in the road to complete fitness and what started off, it says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does, does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe, and they shudder. At first glance, you know, in Ephesians, actually I wrote on it before that, in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for by grace you, you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Now, you start reading those two pieces of Scripture, and you might say those those kind of contradict each other. Well, no, they don't. No, what what shook me in James 2, 14 through 19 was not that I needed to do works to get to heaven. It was that if I had true faith, the world would see that faith by my actions. Did I believe in God before I read that? Yeah, I did. But so did the demons. So do they. If I have true faith, though, my heart is broken when I see the poor. My heart is broken when I see someone enslaved by debt. My heart is broken when I see children who are orphaned or the widow or the homeless or, 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 or whatever it might be. My, my heart is broken. But not only is my heart broken, true faith leads to action. I commend this guy for, for believing and doing the good works. I think he is trying to do well. But we are saved by this, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not works, lest anyone should boast. And understanding that our our, our works come through it. We have been blessed with many things, and we're going to talk about this in, in the next segment. And we're actually going to play two songs because I, I want you to hear the song Revelation by – um, by by third day, but we're going to finish with the song Thrive, and in between that, we're going to talk about how Christ discussed and told us what it meant to truly thrive in this world. And is it about cars? It's not saying that these things are 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 not okay to have, but if you see someone struggling, and you've you've enslaved yourself to a payment to a car or a house. When it's more than what you needed, but now you can't help someone else. That's what debt does to people, and that's why we're gonna fight against it. We're gonna we're gonna keep going until we have millions given a dollar a day. I don't know when that's gonna be, and I don't know the time frame that it's gonna happen, but I believe it's gonna happen. And when it does, we will start seeing the world change and we will lead people to Christ, which is the ultimate goal of the road to complete fitness. Hope you'll join us in the next segment. We're going to talk about revelation and what it really means to thrive. See you in a minute.
3: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet
4: talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
0: Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety.
4: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station.
1: VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show.
4: My life is led me down the road that's so uncertain. Now I am left alone and I am broken Trying to find my way Trying to find the faith that's gone This time I know that you are holding all the answers I'm tired of losing hope and taking chances That never seem to be the ones that bring i yeah.
2: Song we played that song at the beginning of this segment on purpose because in 2009 I started praying for truth, and some of the truths that I've learned are things I hope to be able to teach at some point in time. But the main thing is, is I was seeking revelation um, on what it is that I needed to do, and what it is that that we should be doing. What it means to thrive. What what does Jesus say that it means? How does He describe being able to thrive? So I'm going to go back to the right to to the blog that that I wrote earlier this week and. Um, You know, we finish with uh, if if uh, if we believe scripture is written and we believe what it says, then, yes, um, we can be content in Christ. But if not, then no. And our treasures lie. The the answer to where our treasures lie answers it themselves. So I went on to write. So if having money, cars, houses and health aren't the answers to what it means to thrive, then what is the answer? Matthew five, three through ten. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. These verses listed uh, that I just read are the Beatitudes of Jesus. So, Beatitude, that's a big word. I, I had to I'm going, what does that mean? I, I've heard that over and over again, and I looked it up in the Webster's New World Dictionary, and it defines a Beatitude as perfect blessedness or happiness. So, if those previous eight verses, Matthew's, or how Jesus defines perfect blessedness or happiness, shouldn't we pay real close attention? As Americans, many of us are blessed with money, nice homes, nice cars, and even our health. But Luke writes in in chapter 12, verse 48, but the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. He has blessed us with these things. So what are we doing with them? Glorifying ourselves or glorifying God? When, when we meet Jesus, will we come to a situation where he goes, I never knew you. Because when I was poor, you didn't help me. When I was hungry, you didn't feed me. When I was drowning in debt and you had the opportunity to give $1 a day and you didn't do it. You didn't take the time to write a check and see the effect that you're having on someone like Andrew Aiken that was on this show. Guys, what does it mean to thrive? I mean, these things are backwards when you compare. um, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those are the humble. Blessed are those who mourn, for we as Christians are supposed to be here to comfort them with the comfort of Christ. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who seek righteousness. They're looking for it. And if they look in the right place, they'll find it. Blessed are the pure in heart. You know, I pray often that, God, you purify my heart, my mind, my thoughts. Purify my motives. Purify everything that we're doing in this road to complete fitness. And I'm telling you right now, at times it's frustrating because you'll think that maybe you're doing things that that, that are pure, only to find that somewhere deep inside you were doing it a little bit out of selfish ambition. You were doing it because it would get it, it, it it, you paid lots of money if you're saying those things. I've had people come on the show that once asked to do the work to help us with nothing out of selfish ambition, they've disappeared. Why is that? You said you believe in what we're doing. I have had hundreds, if not thousands of people on the Facebook page say, Mickey, this is a great thing that you're doing. What is it that we're doing? I'm giving 30 bucks, 31 bucks, 28 bucks every month. But there's 29 other people that are doing it as well. And when we come together as a group and it becomes millions, we become powerful. We become powerful in ways that you can't even imagine, in ways that the world hasn't seen people give often with no selfish ambition. What they've seen is someone with an ulterior motive where you've been told to go get – be a part of a social group or become part of of, of a a community group because you might network. Did you ever think about becoming part of the community group because you cared about your community first? And if you just so happen to network, it happens. But where, what is your intention? What is my intention? God does mean for us to thrive. When I, when, when I get to that one part of the song and, and thrive, that says joy unspeakable, faith unsinkable, love unstoppable. Anything is possible. I believe that from the bottom of my heart. And I pray, I pray that you will believe that from the bottom of your heart. I pray that my friend will see the freedom that comes from following the scriptures, not following what man has taught. You know, I I started to get involved with a philosophy group with this, with he he and another person. And then I was led. It's amazing how God can protect you many times. And they talked about the philosophies of Aristotle and and how it led to some of the things that they were doing. But then I read Colossians 2.8. It says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. The scripture that what I did was I told him that scripture with the knowledge that part of the philosophy class was based on the philosophy of their admitted pagan Aristotle is why I said no to be a part of of being a part of that. But guys, we are meant to thrive. We are meant to thrive, and and as a community, we come together. We get rid of selfish ambition. We look to put the interests of others above self. We eliminate things like like, um, the need for the government to be involved in many of these areas in life that we should be involved. And we thrive. If you'll notice in the song, it says, we were made to thrive. It doesn't say I was meant to thrive. It says we were meant to thrive. And that's we as Christians, we as Christians coming together so that when people, you know, not everyone's going to want to be a part of it. But when we when we come together and they see that we're different, that we love unconditionally, we point out those things that will lead to death and will lead to sin, will lead to eternal lead to eternal damnation, because we're going to we're going to love you with the truth. But we are going to love you no matter what. So as we come to the end of the show, we're going to finish it one more time with the song Thrive by Casting Crowns. And I pray that some of you will reach out and talk to us and and, and become a part of this road to complete fitness, leading to Christ and helping people out of debt, $1 a day, $1 at a time, one person at a time, one state, one community, and we wind up changing the world. So listen to this song one more time and believe in your heart that we were meant to thrive, and I'll see you next week as we'll close the show with the song Thrive by Casting Crowns.
3: Many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So, living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you to show them who you are.
1: Much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here too.